You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. We've got tacos. We've got titties. And we've we've got got the sauce sauce you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth. The legend of Creep Mouth, the brotherhood of Cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay? Mouth, fi, motherfucking mouth. (laughs) Andy Racky Goon Jesus. We're not going to include what old gray hair? No, you're not going to include Iraqi Goon Jesus? Oh, Eric. I forgot about him. Jesus. So like, <laughs> and Zodiac Zombie. Listen to the Titties and Tacos podcast, dropping flash fried episodes every Taco Tuesday on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network after dark. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. You're listening to the Josh Adams podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Yo, yo, what's the deal? It's the Josh Adams podcast. We back in full effect, nigga. We got a sponsor now because now I am an ambassador of... The uh of the enhanced potential over there at Inception. I told y'all about what I did out in Farmington Hills, right? Floating. Floating, right? Yeah. And I told you too, Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason Jameson building. What up, boy? What up? Kari Fraser. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a sponsor in this bitch, man. Inception, a dynamic new approach to mind and body fitness and wellness. It's designed specifically for today's hectic, stress-filled work styles. And lifestyles. Inception's comprehensive approach to self-care relieves stress, relieves trauma, and alleviates depression, to name a few. This shit is real. I want y'all all, at the sound of my voice, go support this, fuck with it. And you know what I'm going to do? Now that I'm an ambassador, man, uh, anybody who, uh, uh, we're going to do a hashtag for the show in, man. The first person to a hashtag or even just repost uh, one of the clips from the show, I'm going to take you down to Inception with me and you get to experience it for free, man. I'm telling mm. you, it's something very beneficial. We worry about going out, getting abs, and uh, getting Brazilian butt lifts. Shit like that don't mean nothing. And you live over there in Brightmore, and you got a Brazilian butt lift. You the thickest bitch over there off Grand River and whatever else make it Brightmore. When you need to be worrying about what's going on inside your raggedy ass. And them raggedy niggas, too. So... Go holler at them down there, man. You know what I'm saying? Go fuck with them in Inception. It'll definitely open up your mind, alleviate all that stress, the shit you're dealing with, and put you in the right state of mind, man. Shout out to Inception, the first sponsor of the Josh Shadows Podcast, Real Niggas Do Real Things. What's up, man? What's happening? What's happening? Nothing. We on, nigga. We got a sponsor now. See what happened when Dad just leave? Hilarious. You know Hilarious. Addition by subtraction, nigga. Addition by leaves. subscription. Yeah. Dez right now in full effect. Uh Stevie Wonder concert. Uh that's definitely something you gotta see. Stevie in town? Yeah, well no, he Windsor, Toronto, uh, Windsor. Caesar, Caesar. He ain't never coming back here. Why he ain't coming back to Detroit? I don't know. He just said he ain't never coming back. Uh he ain't touring in the US no more. Damn. 
Damn, he said that? I ain't yeah, he said, that nigga don't know where he at. He don't, really. He said he don't know where he, he at. Talking, I ain't, I'm not never working again in the, in the United States. I'm like, all right, Stevie, sure. We'll be driving over there. I'll put some headphones on that nigga. We'll be in Delaware. Get right. down. <laughs> Fuck you, man, nigga. Delaware. Of all places. I mean, we'll have some headphones on the like, Look, y'all, the nigga think we in Ontario. So when he say, what's up, Ontario, y'all niggas just scream. He don't know where the fuck we at. Damn, what is he making like a stance or something like that? No, it's just he last time he went on tour when he he came to Detroit twice and he said like this is the last time he touring in the US. But that's what a lot of old school artists do. They start touring out of country and they uh they make more money that way. Damn, so what about us? I mean, we didn't heard their songs a million times and seen their shows like a thousand times. But we still want to see Stevie, dog. I mean, shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I definitely. never heard yeah. of that. Did you know that car? Uh, I didn't know that, but I definitely Thanks know that, that uh, seeing that is one of the biggest, uh, seeing them live was definitely one of the best shows I ever seen. Wow. Yeah. So that's, is that the best? Damn, man, I, I really got to think about it. It's up there, though. It's up there. Because I seen George Clinton, and that shit was dope as hell, too. But was you yeah, Stevie was better. No, nah, I wasn't. Oh, because it seemed like you got to see him. Uh-huh. Like, George Clinton is like black people, the, the who to black people. Like, ain't that the niggas who made uh? You talking about uh more so uh Grateful Dead? You talking about not the like, Grateful Dead? Who was the niggas who be getting high and they had an album called The Other Side of the Moon, Dark Side of the Moon? Oh, you talking about Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd, like them, like mm-hmm. you got to be high. They shit is like it, drugs is what they made their music off of. So when you listen to it off them drugs, you can appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. So that's what George Clinton is like, cause he did a lot of cocaine and. He did everything. That everything. nigga was wild, nigga. The fact that he's still here let me know that, nigga, you can do whatever you want and still be here, nigga. Like, that old nigga used to get fucked up, I heard. That nigga did in real life, bro. Yeah, he really ain't here. That, that's a Weekend at Bernie's type thing. As soon as Freak of the Week come on, he just- Freak of the Week. <laughs> that nigga made a song. He made a song in a Greek organization go nuts off of it every Man. time, nigga. Is he a Q? Nah. I don't think so. Nah, nah. And that's actually uh, getting into my music nerd. Like that was post Parliament, post Funkadelic. That was like George Clinton and the P Funk All Stars with Atomic Dog. Uh, he was touring with my man Amp Fiddler. Uh, was rolling with him at that point. Shout out Amp. Hey, shout out to all the cues, man. But if I want to wear a purple shirt, nigga, and dance to Atomic Dog, don't run up on me, nigga. Right. I like purple and I like that song, nigga. Right. Y'all don't y'all don't own a moment, nigga. Y'all can't take right. that from me. <laughs> <laughs> nigga got on purple and he gonna dance to Atomic Dog. Yes, nigga, this is a good ass song and it's my favorite shirt. Fuck oh, on, yes. bro. Chill. Right. Yeah, man. They be they be up at LA Fitness just practicing their uh their little steps in the aerobics room. Just shut the whole aerobics room down. Do they? These niggas be strolling in the aerobics they room. They be strolling in the aerobics Don't room. Don't do It's like that. I hope you niggas ain't practicing in no goddamn <laughs> in the aerobics room. You supposed how to already, did they come up with to, new shit? How uh, you about to bust through the door right now? I was just with the nigga. I was just with Howie uh before. Oh, we talked about his birthday. All them cues was in and them old niggas was getting it in. Um, what was I finna talk about? Uh. Who was the best thing so uh, you have seen live? Honestly, I was gonna say like the funny thing is I've only seen one concert, been one concert of my life, and it was that Stevie Wonder last time he was here. Well, by default, that's the best shit right. you ever seen live. Yeah, it was dope though. Cause, like he, for him to be blind, he put on a good show. What do you blind? Because you would think he blind, so he ain't gonna do nothing but sit there on the piano. He oh, got it was moving around. Like, dancing. Nick brought up some turntables at the end of the, the uh, thing, start DJing. Man, and I guess that's the end of the little skit. Stevie running to a tree. <laughs> Stevie went into a tree. You remember that Eddie Murphy <laughs> shit? He was like, he was like, 
He was talking about at the end of the shit. Then Eddie Murphy was like, "Look, Stevie, man, all that music shit. I mean, okay, cool, man. That don't impress me. If you want to impress me, man, take the wheel for a little while, motherfucker." And then nigga be like, "Oh, let me guess, it's your any little sketch, Stevie, running to a tree." <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. No, the best concert I ever seen live. My first one, my uncle in a uh, cool in the gang. That was that was cool because those niggas not only do they dance and sing, they play instruments. So it's a nigga dancing, singing, and playing the trombone. That's that was crazy. But really, Alan Stone, it's this white guy out of Seattle. You know, he's this white guy. That was the best show I've seen live. I've seen in Chicago. My, my ex took me because she that was my nigga, and she fucked with him. So I only like seeing niggas. I only like seeing singers live. I don't want to see a rapper live. I really don't want to see no rapper live. I feel like old school singers probably got the best concerts. Just want to yeah. see singers. I, I mean, you know, I love the art form. So it's been some dope ass rap shows, but it's it's a different it's a different music, different energy. You know, the culture itself, the venue. You know, all of that play into it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I like. I I feel like some some rappers is like they don't even sound the same live. Like their whole sound is studio made. So when they live, it's like it's not even the same. No. Yeah. Let's see who. That's rap. Well, the rappers that be cheating because they be sitting there like rapping fast, and then I know where they take a breath and they hype man finish the line for them. Like, hey, that's not what I came here to see. Who the best? DMX may have been the best live rapper I've seen. Now, that might have been a nigga I would want to go see. Yeah. That'll be a nigga. Nigga who gonna pray for 20 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) The whole crowd in there praying? Bless the concert. (laughs) Bless the concert. And, And DMX looked like he give a good show. Like, I couldn't get, I was finna ask you. Who would be the, probably the best performer rap-wise? You say, and I can't think of nobody else. DMX would be the guy. DMX. Uh, and then, let's see. I I was in New York. I saw KRS-One. That shit was dope. When he did uh, Step Into the World, like the whole... I, we were in the basement of a venue, but I swear to God, the ground was shaking. And then I saw Kane live one time. Mm-hmm. That shit was... That shit was dope as hell. And then it threw me off too because like Kane was doing the moves, like turning around and grabbing the mic himself. And and then he jumped out into the crowd. And then the motherfucker threw the mic at me. Like, and I'm like, fuck it, warm it up, Kane. And then he's just, you know, that shit was dope. So oh, damn. You know, that shit was dope. I seen Jay. Jay is straight. Nas is straight. Um these new Snoop niggas go hard. Dope. These uh, niggas go hard. Like Travis Scott, he these niggas be jumping like yeah. Louis Vert. They be jumping. They climb up shit and jump from the balcony. And yeah, these niggas be on some other. Method Red that's, was that's big on that. Uh, you know, but yeah, hip hop is definitely a, a way more of a like you rapping along. Like how people had that what's that trap karaoke shit. Yeah, it's way bad. more like that. You're you know? more in there just getting off to the music and you just like this person here. But if you sat back yeah. and like the nigga really not doing nothing sweet. Yeah, I mean, and then also the 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 feel of it, you know. That's why I think the roots having the band, yeah, it's oh, like yeah. you mm-hmm. you stuck in you stuck in the music at the moment. It's hard to shift out of it. You relying on like the DJ to give a really good rap show. It even the best rap show probably is the best rap show is probably going to be as good as like a seven of a live band show. Damn, yeah. Well, like, I love hip hop. I don't like like a lot of singers. Like I don't want to see too many singers. Like if you don't sing for real, like Jacquees do his thing, and I like that album. I wouldn't want to see him live because nah. I don't think he can sing for real. Nah. Shanti, uh, from what I heard, you know what I'm saying? She, mm-hmm. you know, she fine. I go look at her, but maybe she ain't the greatest vocalist in the world. 
And you know, so that's why you gotta dance and do all that. But yeah, I was I mean, gonna say, no, yeah, yeah but that's the other antics of it all. Like people love that last Kanye West show where like the stage was floating over people. I know but see, people, that's them antics. Like that's yeah, I mean, which is other, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like nigga, you like I'm here because the stage floats, and you know Drake got a stage that turned to an iPhone, and it shows niggas tweeting and Instagramming in real time. It's like nigga, but tear, tear all that down and take all that away from it. Yeah. And let's hear what you're saying. You yeah, know what I'm like, saying? Like, DMX can go up there, just him, and maybe. I, I mean, feel like Ludacris might be able to go up there and. Yeah, I heard Ludacris give a good show. I never seen him live. Um, Very underrated rapper. I could have. I could have seen him live. I saw Jeezy almost like at the height of like when Jeezy was dope. And it was way more like, like for a rap show to be dope, it's way more like that trap karaoke shit. Like the audience is feeling it. So it's more so like we rapping along with whoever the rapper is. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like a whole essence of it. But, you know, if, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever, you know, Jeezy come to Detroit, even though Detroit definitely loved Jeezy, yeah. but it's not going to be singing along to Jeezy like it was Jeezy's at that point in time. Them. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, I I mean, put it like this: when it comes to that shit, I mean, I'm all, I'm just hard on the rap form, the art form of rap. And I mean, Kari can feel away when I say this because I feel away when niggas say it's about comedy. I just feel like I can do it too. So it's like it's not impressive to me. Like it ain't too many niggas I hear rap me like damn, like Eminem rap guy. I was like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think I, only reason I feel like that, I feel like that too, only because of the majority of the content that's been coming out. Over the last, like, I say, ten years, it's like I could have made all a lot of that stuff that came out. Well, you know the, the tough thing about it is, like, the 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 traditional style is shifted where a lot of other shit matter in hip hop now that really ain't based on the music, like what you you know how you dress, uh, you know who else you friends with, like the celebrity, a whole lot of. Style matter with rap, even into the music itself. So, like, more so than what Migos is saying, it's more so like they they triple and double timing, and then how they triple and double time on the track and pick, you know, the music matching the feel and the vibe of the essence of getting high and going to the party. You know, it and that's not the artistry. I think you know because I'm more a traditionalist of it, of like you know when Nas made Illmatic, and I do think it has opened the door where the art form is not as you know the the craft of it like I, I was reading a New York Times article like right now the best selling rapper is Post Malone and yeah he plays the guitar he knows a and little bit say more he don't even rap no more he say he don't fuck with rap musicianship uh-huh. but but yeah it, Post is a classic example of like with what he's doing I I mean Basically mixing like trap music with country music. Could somebody else do that shit? Hell yeah. Nelly tried. Yeah, he tried. Well, it wasn't Hell. trap music. It was what Nelly do. You know Is it saying? really trap music? He not talking trap shit. He rapping over trap beats. But right? that's the whole thing. So it's like the trap beats with I've the... listened to Illmatic twice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't get it. But I, I respect it. Niggas say it's the greatest album hip hop ever made. I say, all right, I'll take y'all niggas' word I, for it. I don't think I don't think it's the greatest, like, but it's like, up there. Uh, man, I, I like juvenile. Uh four hundred degrees. degrees. That shit is top to bottom classic to me, but it's about preference. Yeah. Man, I, I can't name one KRS song. If a nigga walking here right now with a gun 
to Jason Head. Jason be dead. <laughs> Hilarious. Why I gotta die? Because he, you the first nigga you close to the door. Hilarious. I think you know. That uh, makes sense. Let's see. What would be his? The bridge is over. Oh, the bridge is over. That's a Nas song. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. Did Nas sample that or something? Nah, he yeah, Nas, sampled the Nas. bridge, which was the original bridge song from MC Shannon. Them. And that's why KRS-One came with The Bridge Is Over as a diss. What does MC Shan look like? She thick as hell? <laughs> that's a heat. Damn, I only know Shan's that's thick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, I MC thought Shan Shan's. was thick as hell out here. My bad, MC Shan. Uh, I apologize, Ken. I don't know. Right. I thought you might have hung out with Roxanne Shantae or something he like did. that. Is that a girl? He did. They was, yeah, yeah. They was okay. all in that same crew. I mean, you know. Uh, MC Shan is not a girl. <laughs> yes, nigga. Good to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, Nikki Free. Oh, Car taking us down memory lane with his rap shit. Oh man, you know cool I know Mo that. He's still yeah. rapping. Yeah, Mo D actually still rapping. You know that's the thing, man. You get in the like bundled in the old school tours and shit like that. I mean, Mo D still <laughs> Let rapping. Me go to iTunes. Let me go to iTunes. See if my nigga uh, Cool Mo might have put something out in the last uh, fifteen minutes. I don't know man, if he tone is low. it cool with a C or K. K. Okay, you know, cool. how you like me now? Mo, uh, Mo M-O-E? The, yep. D-E-E? Yep. Let's see what's happening. Cool Mo D, uh, one of the, the intellectual MC, uh, battle rapper, one of the original battle rappers of it. Uh, I definitely think his style is... Damn, he did drop some. You know, his Let's style is... Uh, his style is what? I mean, that that's a little bit before me where I ain't really grabbed that. Is he better than Quavo? Is he better than Quavo? I, I, Quavo's sensibilities, Quavo's sensibilities match a whole lot of what I do, but I do think that Wild Wild West is as a song. I used to live downtown. Dope. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's that one. That's Modi. Yeah, that's Modi. One Twenty Ninth Street parties. <laughs> Nigga, car, you're like, nigga, I remember that came when I was 18. I was 18. Wild, wild west. Wild, wild west. Only yeah. wild, wild west I acknowledge is Will Smith one. You feel me? Will I Smith think, and Cisco. The movie, nigga. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, Bo Dees was way better than Will Smith. You crazy. Cisco oh, was crazy. at the top of the world when that came nah. out. Cisco lost his mind on that song. The wild, wild west. <laughs> the wild, wild west. And it was a test. They sampled movie. like four songs for that they one sampled, song. Uh, Did they? They sampled, they sampled Stevie, Stevie Superstitions. Wonder. Uh-huh. They, superstitions, wild, wild west. And uh, dang, there's one more in there that they sampled. No, it's two more, nigga. They could have saved it. They could have saved it. one shit. more. At least one more song. Niggas ain't they. making music no more. They just recycling everything, bro. They are. Say that shit. Every time I hear a song, I'm like, damn, this shit sound good. And I'm like, nigga, three niggas done already did something with it. Mm-hmm. It's it just to the point where it's like, nigga, this ain't even here. Like, they got some song that I thought was Mary J. Blige's beat. Nigga, it was, uh, I just downloaded the lady music. Um, I can't think of this lady's name. I'm trying to see it. Well, here it come, here it come, here it come. I'm pulling them but, down. Uh, but yeah, they could have say that shit, but you know, Cisco is definitely <laughs> part Russian. of the effort. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remind me. Yeah, I was like, nigga, I thought that was Mary J. shit, Puff. Y'all fucking lied to me. <laughs> you know, Patrice Russian, uh, what you call it? Forgive me nots, too. Yeah, that's on there, too. But nigga... Mm. I was talking to somebody, uh, my job about this, dog. I wish I, if I could go back in time and see somebody at the height of their career. Yeah. Like when they was like, yeah, the you know next what's so thing. crazy? I think if I could have seen, uh, I want to hear who you're going to say, but it's actually comedy. Oh, who? 
<laughs> Eddie Murphy on that Raw tour. Wow. I think that shit would have mm. been like some superstar been shit. That might have been Even something. to this day, it's the highest. You know what I'm saying? Like when uh, you think of yeah, it. I still listen to like, crazy. I heard, I, I, I know some people that went to see him on that tour and they was like, yo, that shit was amazing. Damn. So it's like, I think that would have been crazy. And that I, and obviously you want to see Michael Jackson on the damn yeah, thriller tour. I always said, just because I'm a huge fan, and I mean, I'm a fan because I'm a simp, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the kind of music I listen to, Mary That's, J. Blige, nigga. Oh, really? Mary. Like, Mary J. back when she was low hat, wearing the motherfucking baseball jerseys. When she, when like, KC mm, was beating the KC shit out. was beating the shit out of her. She was snoring cocaine, and like, I can imagine going to the Fox, and all them bitches who didn't have nobody, like R&B-wise, it was like, nigga, this bitch is who I hang out with. This is me. And going to them concerts, nigga. I just would want to see that because my, my cousin used to listen to her all the time and I could just only imagine what it was like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I probably even want to go see Michael Shout Jackson. Shout out to Father MC. <laughs> Father MC. Yeah, it, mine probably <laughs> be Michael Jackson Do for or, you. Uh, or Prince. <laughs> but mine's a little biased right now because I've been listening to a lot of Michael Jackson lately just for whatever reason. I'm going to say this. It's going to become a time when niggas going to have to be real and say the real shit. Prince was better than Michael Jackson by a little bit. And it's enough to say because he played all these instruments. The nigga said the songs that we have loved for years, he wrote them in high school. And then he was just writing bitches songs like, huh, go ahead and go be number one real quick. Michael Jackson ain't writing none of his hits. No, he was a great performer, though. He was a great performer. I think think what Michael Jackson was, I mean, I I look at it like they were two different, like one's more of an entertainer and one's more of an artist. So like What's the difference. Please define that for the people that don't know. All right. So I think an artist is is offering, uh, and, and then like an artist can be entertaining, but I think an artist was. has a vision of like uh, what the what they're crafting and how they're crafting it. So like uh, that that was obviously what Prince was doing. Like his his whole concept of like you know what do you you know with controversy and shit like that. Whereas. The the entertainer is driven by like, all right, I'm about to put on a show that will wow and dazzle. And that's kind of like how I look at Drake. So when people say Drake don't write his own rhymes, I'm like, well, Drake is way more of an entertainer than like a traditional rapper. Like, I don't think he's waking up like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, I think, wake up and really care about the craft. And they really are thinking about how's this album going to be accepted 20 years from now. So Prince I don't think J. Drake Cole is thinking like that. Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what Prince is. Whereas Michael is like James Brown, Drake, uh, you I, know, like way more of an entertainer. We're going to have to have that conversation yeah. eventually. Maybe not today, but I was just talking to somebody about that. I was like, Prince, and the only reason I said Mike, just because I feel like arguing, but I honestly probably do. Like, Michael Jackson gave us some shit, great songs, great performance, yeah. great moments. But I think Prince shit goes overlooked because Prince was so mysterious. But and that's part of the, that's part of the allure of an artist because he was intentionally, he was like intentionally like into his own shit and and a lot of that was just over people's heads just being caught up in that. Stevie like Wonder's in the same Prince way. Would've, uh, Prince would have been the first nigga, like if social media was out, he would have been the first nigga that had all them follow million followers and not following nobody. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Prince would have been that nigga. Like and Michael he would Jackson, have two posts. Yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson would have probably followed been everybody. Walking all over his shit. Right. Fucking uh, yeah. monkey got a page and shit <laughs> like that. Prince would have been like, but man. that's the that's the different vibe. Like 
James Brown would have been on some shit like that too. And <laughs> Curtis Mayfield would have been in his own little artistic zone. You know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, man. man. But uh, what am I gonna say? We talked. I mean, I we got here. We just be talking, so it's cool. Uh, almost got in two fights this weekend in my comedy show. Mm. Okay, now uh, you gonna have to break this shit down. Was it like what when that crazy lady ran up on you? What crazy lady? Where was we at? Uh, and you was just talking shit to her that whole time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was it, it like was, along them lines? Man, this is what it was. I'll say. So I had a bunch of shows this weekend. Shout out to Jay Will. We did that yesterday, which was Monday. Me, Mike Leary. Uh, me, Mike Leary. Tattoo Man Page and some people. Deep Pounds. I don't want to forget nobody. Jim and I was on the show too. Anyway, fast uh, rewind. Friday night, I had two shows in Flint. I, I take that back. Saturday, I had two shows in Flint. K do them. K, I used to do yeah. cracking them on Wednesdays with. Shout out to K. Shout out to Flint. Go up there, two shows. First show, packed. It was a small spot, packed. I go up, I do my thing. I'm sitting, waiting for the second show to start. J Bill was with me. Shout out to J Bill. We doing the show. Halfway through the show, a dude walked up to me and was like, hey, you going up again? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going last. He's like, oh, all right, bet. You funny as hell. I was like, bet. So I'm chilling in the cut, waiting to go up. I go up, do my thing. And it's one of the rooms. Now, understand it's a room where it's so awkward the way it's set up. Ain't no stage. Ain't no real vantage point. Ain't no real focal point. So wherever I'm at, that's where they supposed to be looking. So I'm standing in the middle of this place going off. So right in front of the front door. So people walking in, and I'm just hitting them. I'm roasting them, roasting them, roasting them, roasting them. I literally killed everybody in there for the most part. Everybody laughing. We having a good ass time. It's a nigga who comes walking. Th- like, this towards the end of the... I'm finna end the show. It's a nigga come walking through the crowd, and I heard him say, and he smiled when he said it, this nigga about to fuck with me. And I heard him. It was a small place. I was like, nigga, I'm mm-hmm. about to fuck with you, nigga. Walk up. It's the nigga who asked me, was I going up again? And told yeah. me that was funny. So, I get ready to say something to the nigga, he grabs the mic out of my hand and throws it. What? At the bar and hit a bitch. So it was crazy to me because it was like, I know you couldn't have meant to do that because you hit somebody with it. Mm-hmm. So you, and he was smiling. And then, I, and then I don't know how the mic got back in my hand on some Grand Theft Auto shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, but somehow I got back in my hand. And I think my mindset was like, bring the show back. Because people was looking and then they realized what happened. So then I'm going and I roast them and they laughing and shit. And and I'm still in the moment asking nigga like what was the point of that nigga? And I'm on stage with the mic in my hand. He come put his arm around me or whatever. He a little had a little swole to him. He was a little old uh JUCO running back looking ass nigga. Like he might have blew his ACL and hmm. then had a grades to play pro uh, you know, real college ball, so he went to JUCO, whatever. So I come down, the nigga immediately come try to find me. And hey, yeah, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Josh, my nigga. I walk by him. You know what I'm saying? Cause at this point you disrespecting me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the whole show. The whole show. And my thing is like this, nigga. I could have took it somewhere. We could have went somewhere. But, I, but I, in my head, I'm thinking I made a decision. Because it's me and J-Bell up there. And if I'm fighting, of course, J-Bell going to jump in. And we don't know how many niggas up here with him. So in my head, I'm like, I'm guessing I'm going to make the decision that, nigga, I'm not going to try to play this role. Just to whatever. I'm going to let it slide. The whole night, the nigga continued to try to like give me a play. Like, man, what up, nigga? You know, you still mad for real? Nah, bro. Like, I just kept like not really fucking with the nigga. To the point where he start putting on like, man, I ain't leaving till Josh give me a hug. When security came in there, and it was just on some, he was on some cornball shit. Yes. He just wanted to be the center of attention, and that was his way to do it. And then tried to show me love behind the scenes, like, no, nah, nigga, you disrespected me in front of all these people. You should have tried to fix it then. And low key, I'll probably still hold you because as a man, you don't put your hands on nobody, nigga. Right. That ain't how we play. Period. So 
Shout out to Flint. Ain't had nothing to do with Flint. It's whole ass niggas all over. That ain't no Flint nigga shit. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole ass nigga did some whole ass shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, shout out to Flint. Shout out to the Urban Cafe. We had a good ass time. I'm gonna come back to that bitch. You said you said two fights, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all want the other one? I thought y'all had questions about the first one, maybe. Well, I mean, the only nah, it thing just sounded like my yeah. man's was just awesome. Other yeah. like this, he, he was putting on for a bitch that I was fucking with, oh. and she was laughing too hard, and I could tell because he started floating around her for the rest of the night. And it's like, nigga, I got a whole woman at the crib with a whole baby girl. Shout out to Kennedy in her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, nigga, that ain't got nothing. To, you, you tripping about the baddest bitch in Flint? I'm cool on that. <laughs> but, I've been, a, I've been there. But the not thing, her, though, but I'm just saying, come on, my nigga. I, she was cool, but nigga, I done had. But the thing though, most of the straight. most of the nightlife <laughs> shit all deal with that whole back and forth with dude, but like the the women shit. Like, it's that shit big and time. I was shining too hard. And I'm not a nigga to even brag about what I do on stage because I just want to be better than my last show. Right. But I was shining. And that nigga probably was sick that he was like, ain't nobody. But it was like, how do you go to showing me love to grabbing a mic out my hand? Like, nigga, like, what, what in your head made you think, like, nigga, he are you about funny. And he did because he had a little smirk on his face. He legit thought it was funny. This dude, people be at shows just doing the dumbest stuff, thinking it's funny, thinking they... Helping out the show or helping out the comedian. Like, oh, man, there's more material for you. Like, nigga, I need your help. Didn't need you. I didn't need you. The first show, what you saw me do, didn't do no material. Like, I literally didn't do no, no jokes. It was all about what was going on in that room, in that place. I didn't mm-hmm. do no hacky shit like talk about the water. That shit old. At the end of the day, nigga, that shit right. fucked up. Could I make a joke about it? Is there something funny in it? Yes, humor and everything. But I didn't. I went up and, and, diced, and broke the whole place down. And everybody in it, in the mentality, everybody there that was there. And then I did it for the somebody was like, this nigga was with his girl, and they was from Relief, and he was like, uh, his girl was like, Are you gonna do the stuff you did last time? Last, this show? I was like, I don't even remember what I said. I know her pussy got wet. <laughs> she's never heard nothing that cold in her life. <laughs> she she's thinking herself, he has to say this all the time. I was like, I don't even remember what I said. So it was just I, I was I, I mean I'm working hard and everything is coming to where it's at. Shout out to Flint. Shout out to K. Keep doing your thing. The eight one zero comedy and improv show. Good shit. Now the second show was Sunday. Ken Brass at his open mic that he do. It was the four year anniversary, and I always forget the name of it. I apologize. I forget a lot Sunday. of bullshit. Sound off, nigga. I was just about to say that. Sound off Sundays. We gonna edit it so that way it don't sound like I ain't know what I was saying. <laughs> Sound off Sundays It's packed like a motherfucker in there I go do Foolish Spot first And leave Foolish Spot Make it over there to the uh, to the, to the open mic This bitch packed People all over the place I go up And I do my thing again You know what I'm saying I'm going in doing my thing again It was better than Saturday Going crazy It was one nigga in the crowd It was hot in there It was one nigga in the crowd Had a Detroit like uh, bomber jacket on Detroit Tigers bomber jacket on A hoodie and a hat I acknowledge this nigga that everybody else here sweating, but this nigga got this on. So I made some comments towards him. Nothing to the point would have made a nigga, because I understand nigga, like I kind of understand niggas. I naturally understand when, where to go and what to say. And, and I didn't go too far. The nigga was crazy at the end of the day. He mm-hmm. ended up getting up, leaving. He came back. After I was done, they give me my money in my little bucket. I'm standing there talking to some niggas of mine. He walks up to me, gets in my face like, nigga, so what's up? I'm like, I don't know. What's up? I mean, what's up? You was talking all that in there. I was like, so what you trying? Because I'm mad about the other night. Because I felt like I should have chopped that nigga in the throat. And I can't let this nigga live. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. 
Nobody else was at the first show, even though I told niggas. But in my mind, I'm like, bro, I gotta. This nigga gotta catch one. So I hand my money to Dez. At least I thought it was Dez, but Dez was the nigga I handed my money. To. <laughs> Dez just always is there. So I give my money to my Dez. This nigga looking in my face, and I'm like, so what you want to do, my nigga? So people start getting in between us. One of my niggas grabbed my hands, and I'm like, niggas, you with him or me? Cause I, I I'm at a disadvantage. You got my hand, and he punched me. So they back the nigga off. He walk out, and niggas like, man, that nigga woofing, man. Just let that nigga. Uh. I was really ready for this shit last night, nigga. Like that night, I was really ready. Like, all right, then, dog. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit a nigga because these niggas keep playing with me. Like these niggas ain't gonna stop testing you. The universe gonna keep sending you tests until you like. And then you were like, all right, nigga, I'm gonna stop fucking with you because you know what you're doing now. But I don't know, man. I think I need a bodyguard. Well, I don't think you need no bodyguard. But this is what happens when you this do is, probably, man. This is uh, it's it's so funny more so than any other art form. Comedy is one where people like to be like involved in the show. Yeah, you know, and it's weird as fuck. Just on that strength of like, you know, kind of if you just let you know you go into a comedy show. But people be so damn frantic of like, man, he about to go in on me. But mm-hmm. most most comedians, it, it rarely happen. Yeah, you're right. But you know, like who are the comedians that actually just go after somebody in the crowd? They out here. They, they out here. They out here. But it's the way niggas go at them. It's the way I go at them. It's the way Jay will go at them. I know, it's but the like way I who, go at them. who is the who are the comedians that just like you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever seen a comedian go after somebody in the in the crowd where you feel like, all right, if my man walk up and swing on this motherfucker, he be justified. Dave Chappelle and Nutty Professor. <laughs> okay, but that was, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was. I, I was fiction. watching that movie just yeah, like, yeah. oh, that, that's just not right, bro. Who's sucking whose titties over here? <laughs> and that okay. music didn't make it no better. That's sad. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying? But that was purposely like for the movie. I think like it really it most comedians, yeah. most comedians go through their progressions. You know, it it'll be especially how you are as professional. Like I don't think you ever set it up where like somebody should feel like that. So I definitely agree with you. It's more so like whatever zone them they on in the first place. And if you come in, if you in that zone in that space, you don't need to be in no damn comedy show. Well, some people go to comedy shows to get out that zone in that space. Yeah, yeah man. You no, know nah, man. Like I said, that shit just uh. It just put a nigga in the space, bro. I felt a little way about it. I ain't gonna sit here and lie about it, my nigga. It was a, uh, it was weird, bro. It was just like nigga walking up and 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 like to say, just to bring it back to the Flint show, like it's like them niggas shouldn't even be able to be that close to a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like with comedy, nigga. It's like this. R. Kelly can pick a nigga bitch out the crowd and straight up dry hump her. Dry hump this bitch. It's like nigga, are you trying to fuck up Kells? Huh? Not at all. No, I ain't trying to fuck up kids. He Kale. probably going to smack old girl when he get in the car, but. Man, that's that bullshit, bro. But that happened. Blessings to everybody, man. This shit all good, man. This is a small thing to a giant. And we keep it moving, man. Like I said, I'm going to keep doing this shit because I'm supposed to. And God got me. That's why I can mm-hmm. move like that and I can leave unscathed. I would have put that dude to sleep. That's why you a big diesel ass nigga, though. Yeah. You built like a UFC fight now. And then you got to, but. It's kind of like the whole Jay, you know, as Jay say, you know what I'm saying? If I shoot you, <laughs> you know, I'm brainless, but if you shoot me, you famous, you know? So hey, the well, minute... Welcome to the Hollywood it, then, my dog. You I know, but the minute, the minute that Josh knuckle up, especially in today's era, man, you know how, how fast that shit would have been on Instagram? No, he just yeah. had to win, that's all. But or even lose. if he win, 
if he win or lose, okay, well, if he lose, it's embarrassing. But if it's on IG, I'm saying like shit, he could be facing assault depending upon you know where where the head of this motherfucker at. Oh, bro, I'm just saying. I'm saying that'd be hard, nigga. I'll probably retire comment after that. But <laughs> if I, I drop, if a nigga came up there, I drop the nigga, and then I get the mic back and start roasting that nigga. Bro, you gotta put me up there with prior in them. No, nah, I'm talking about if you get into a fist fight. That's with what I'm somebody. talking about. I punch that nigga and he fall out. And I'm yeah. like, now look at your dumb ass, them ugly ass shoes on, nigga. Who wear a motherfucking van? <laughs> okay. And nigga's like, ah! Yeah, now, yeah. At that point, that would definitely be a video that would go viral. But if he come back and sue, and you or and end up in like some legal shit. Yeah, I mean, that's, what what you gotta that's what I'm saying. If he sues me. Yeah, there's so many people there, they somebody seen what really went down. But they, I hear what you're saying. But imagine the the publicity the publicity behind that behind yeah. that nigga. It's gonna put me on about making money. It's like the comedian who socked the heckler. Like I become the nigga. Like it's always gonna be something that they gonna sue me. All right, here go your little money. But let you know, I done signed a deal with Under Armour for socking niggas. Now I'm doing all my shows <laughs> with Under Armour on my face on it. Me, Seth Curry, Cam Newton. And Tom Brady in a room together, <laughs> laughing. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I mean, that's a possible upside. And I know you always trying to, you know, you always see the upside. But then you run into the whole thing of like, okay, if you became the sock knock somebody out comedian, now I think people gonna come to your shows and try to try you. It, Just I in mean, this world of people chasing fame, you you kind of feel what I'm saying? Yeah, there's some somebody may try them, but it all depends on how hard you hit them. Because I, if I see somebody get knocked out that that bad, I'm not trying nobody. No, I'm you not. But I'm just saying, in this world of celebrity, bro. People are doing some wild shit just to become Man, that, a celebrity. That's like, very true. In this in this era, like some of the shit that I see people do on Instagram. Like incriminating themselves. Like, mm -hmm. remember all them videos that was out uh, like earlier this year where people was like uh, recreating scenes from movies with guns in real life, and then the police was arresting their ass the very next day. No, I ain't even see that. You ain't see that? Yeah, mm -hmm. it was like it was a couple scenes where like, all right, we about to do the whole scene from uh, from Bad Boys Two. So it's like I'm the Jamaican. You, you, Will Smith, you, Martin Lawrence, we got our guns in these IG stories. And then the next thing you know, they arrested. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in this era of people chasing fame so hard, I think if you became the knockout comedian, mm -hmm. people going to be coming being like, oh, shit, he the knockout comedian. I'm motherfucking a real MMA fighter. So now I'm going to become a celebrity by knocking this motherfucker out for See, real. I do think that, though, because when I be around celebrities, I be like, man, I should knock this nigga Terrence Howard out. Like, it just be the nigga who knocked out Terrence Howard and then get on, man, nigga. You got to think Sidney Stark, the transgender motherfucker that got, that got on for saying Chingy tried to fuck with him. Like, niggas is doing that. Like, I be like, bro, if I can knock this nigga Jacquees out, bro, I'm going to be the nigga hosting parties. Oh, uh, my, my calendar is going to be that, full. But, that, but that's the whole, like, that's the weird thing of people being so enamored and caught up in this celebrity culture. Especially, it's funny you mentioned uh, the Sydney star, but, like, even with how women, like, you know, you look at, like, the, uh, what's that, Brittany Renner, or what's her name? Brittany Renner, who's that? Brittany Grinder, the hooping bitch from Baylor? No, 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 no. Nah. Oh, girl, that was, uh, just wrote the book about, like, uh... uh I know about, what you're talking about. About Uzi Vert and Kaepernick. Yeah, Kaepernick and stuff. And she basically wrote a book on like who she smashed. You know what I'm saying? So, tell all. Quote, unquote. But I mean, under the premise of like, what the fuck? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think celebrity culture of being celebrities for like the most 
I guess, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to say insignificant, but like some just like non-talented, non-skillful shit. Like Kim Kardashian's whole celebrity really is built off of fucking Ray J. All right, let's pick somebody else because we always go to her. Well, okay, you want to pick uh, old girl? Yeah, I always I mean, go to Kim Kardashian. Britney, Britney, uh, like who I'm talking about? That chick. Well, I mean, or or uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the Bernice girl. What about the Catch Me Outside bitch? Like, yeah, that too. Get on for that kind of stuff. I've been like, oh, wow. just the internet. It's a it's a blessing and it's a curse because it's letting everybody in. The little Asian girl right. that be cussing. What what whatever. Oh, I ain't never follow her. No, I don't know. I know of her. Yeah, yeah, the little Asian girl that be cussing. You I, know just, what I just want people mm. to get on. Like, I want Jason to get on for the talents that he got. But that's you know talents and skills. So what I'm trying to say in this in this world of celebrity, you know, you got to move with a, a thought process. And and really, the main thing is because the first thing people gonna do is be like, oh shit, this shit got to go live. Like, really, for anybody listening, if you see a fight or something about to go down that you think could get somebody arrested, do not pull out a goddamn phone and go live with that shit. But niggas don't know. That's the first thing you do. But that's rule like, one. Like that's that's just straight reaction, nigga. Niggas like now nah, that's the knee jerk reaction. If Jason starts fighting somebody, niggas whipping out their camera to be like, don't right, do I that shit. It. Because you know what? The nigga they don't want to miss something. Because the nigga who put the video up gets famous. Don't do that shit. It's hard, but you but you got to think of the area you coming from. You come from the wild wild west. <laughs> These niggas that's coming from the uh. Doo -doo 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 -doo. These niggas getting on from hitting bitches, from going in going in niggas stores and stealing, just running up out of there and recording it and laughing about it. And that's what they getting on from. So it's like, nigga, what what, what else is it to do? Like, yeah. I mean, I know if I see something, I can like maybe I'm just old for real. Well, I'm older, but whatever. Maybe I'm old because I can't think to put my even by the time I put my phone on, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have thought of it. But it's not my first instinct. Right. Yo, if you like with some of the circles I know, as you talk about with these kids. Like, they may walk in, see a brick on the table, and take a selfie with it. Don't do no dumb shit like that. Niggas fooling. Niggas fooling. Niggas but people be doing dumb shit like that. It's like, yo, you walk in, you see a brick on the table, you act as if you ain't see shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And mm -hmm. just keep it walking. And like... You I, walk in, you see somebody doing cocaine, you'll be like, damn, they doing coke here. Let me let me act like I'm doing a line. Right. Fuck Hollywood, work. nigga. That's Hollywood known for. Like, if you go to them parties, nigga, like, you don't speak on what you saw. They make you sign NDAs, bro. You can't go in there yeah, and get Will Smith a, in there... Uh, Tongue kissing motherfucking uh, Don Cheadle, nigga. You gotta just—that's a story you come back and tell your niggas personally. You don't put that on Snapchat. But that's but like in this era, do you think what would stop the person from going live and, and, and Snapchatting and trying to get a selfie with every like whatever? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Common sense, the only thing. Other than that, I don't like taking pictures. No way. I don't either. And. I just don't, the video shit ain't in my head. Like Drake said, the coldest shit, I can't live and hold the camera. Somebody got to tape it. And when I heard him say that, I was like, that's because you got to live your life. You got to live in the moment, you know? And uh, I mean, whoever listens to this, hopefully that ain't how you living, man. Like, but, and then also, even without the IG, it's so funny. I know a lot of people that work, uh, you know, work different, venue, different venues and different events. And just some of the stories I hear, like when the eyes on you, man, you gotta you gotta be mindful. And both of y'all, I mean, as many stages as y'all hit, shit. Even some of the stages that I don't hit, like people be telling me stories about me, like word. And I don't even be thinking people be paying attention like that. Just and little it, small shit. Like like it be like, oh man, I met Josh one time, man. He was backstage and he ain't even. And it was like, huh? 
Like Josh did I know Josh Yeah You know yeah. what I'm saying It was crazy now man and, and and that's why Kevin Hart Well Kevin Hart Don't let niggas tape Cause he don't want niggas To see his shit For when he put it out The movie and the special Or whatever But what I'm saying is Like I be just saying shit Like And as comedians We need to have the ability To say what we want And then not go viral And fuck with us You know what I'm saying Like nigga mm-hmm. I legit be just saying shit On stage And be like Niggas be taping it and I mean, I'm, and it might get out, and you know, I'm like, nigga, I wasn't ready for that to be out, or nigga, I just was talking shit. It's comedy, yeah, right. and that's that's you taping. But I'm saying, just even like in the, you know, it's a couple different zones, and you be in that zone, like in comedy. You know what I'm saying? Even like with CP, sometimes like before a show, you be getting in your mental state. So if, like, here go a classic example. You know, people, uh, the, the pro, a promoter get a venue and he like, yo, man, I got like some backstage passes and you can hang out with the comedians before the show. Mm-hmm. Before you go on the show, you kind of be in your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that thought. But now, straight up, now as, as the person that bought the VIP pass, I'm trying to take a selfie with you and, I, and you blow me off, but you ain't blowing me off as much as it's like, yo, I'm getting ready for my show. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, now I'm going live. You know, I try to support people out here doing their thing. I'm backstage. Josh don't even want to say shit to me. I'm live. Look at this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, dude. That's scrap, ho. (laughs) That's scrap. That's scrap. But you know what I'm saying is real, though. No, it's very real. Jason saved, so... He don't really succumb to none of these temptations and feelings like that, man. He jumped to the he run to the Lord as soon as he get the feeling he Basically. But I mean, you know, the, the upside of like he'll pray some will he'll pray some some horrible shit on you. But like the cause I think really I just the, pray better stuff on myself. <laughs> but yeah, man, even even with, you know, after your shows like uh, you know, the the show you do with Dez, the going up, I, I've seen multiple times or just doing your shows. Like, sometimes people may leave early because they got work or whatever, yeah. and then they want to do a selfie, and you getting ready to bring up the next comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, if they ain't got the right spirit with them, they could take that as a diss. And people just don't understand that, man. It's all about communication, man. You got to just understand. Don't take everything to heart. I remember when um, Mike Epps hold us. He really hold us, though, so fuck that nigga. <laughs> now nah, I think about it. Nigga was just about to... <laughs> Niggas about to give an example about how I'm better now, but I'm like, no, nah, he hold us. Fuck that nigga. Hilarious. Uh, duh, it's gonna be for life, bro. Yeah, nigga. When I see that nigga, he gonna have to, he gonna have to, we gonna have to just like drop him. We gonna have to throw him a couple of them. <laughs> and see, Josh that's, can't wait to get off and, and get funny. audition Mike Epps and tell him no. And that's funny. And then I guess also like how and who you meet a person through because when he did his, uh, you know, the night before he taped his Detroit special, when I met him, he was approachable and he was cool. Mm-hmm. Now I met him. At, you know, leaving, uh, rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin's, uh, you know, holiday party and shit. You was invited to that? Not formally, but yeah. I was <laughs> nigga a, crashed Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. I party after his empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I crashed her party because who I was with, I was going to another event that happened to be with, like, uh, the girl's daughter. It, okay, her mom is one of the people that's like big in Aretha's camp. Mm. So she was like, okay, we got to go over here and check up on my mom. So that's how I ended up crashing. Damn. And then it's like, damn, who the hell is that? And all them chinchillas. And it was Mike and his entourage, and they was crashing too. So it was like we was the crashing Aretha Franklin's uh, birthday party. No, nah, he wasn't crashing. He was in Friday. You was crashing. <laughs> nah, it was like one of those things where like, 
This this happened though. Like it was one of those things where like one of the promoters that was connected was like, "Yo, I got some cool shit we can go to. Uh-huh. Let me bring Mike into this." Yeah. And that's kind of why I say like he uh-huh. was, you know, it wasn't like you know that you, you get amenities to all types of shit when people want to you know show you off and shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. So uh, what's up? what else going on? Did y'all niggas vote? Yeah, I actually did. Um, I'm definitely not. The biggest gun hole because man, some of these options be shitty as hell, bro. Mm. Yeah, I didn't vote. Oh wow. Uh, well, one, I didn't have enough time to do uh, no reading up or studying on whoever. I, I'd like to be informed when I vote. I don't just vote just to vote. Yeah, that's real. And then uh, also, I was too busy out trying to find a new car. Oh yeah, I did crash Jason's car, y'all. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> mm. We hit a deer. Mm. I'm voting for anybody who killed all the deers in the world. <laughs> right. But I ain't vote because I don't really vote because I don't think it's shit. So that's why I ain't vote. But I just asking because everybody just becomes so goddamn democratic and everybody comes so, uh, oh, we should vote and want to take pictures with stickers and all that shit. And if you ain't vote, you don't have a right to say it's fine. I'll beat your motherfucking ass. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Scrap me then. I think. Uh... It, you you definitely in the in the hands throwing uh, mood right now, but uh, I ain't gonna scrap nobody. But I'm just saying, people just be. My mama text me like, "I love you. You going to vote today?" I was like, "You know, ain't going none of that." Well, I, it's a tactic, you know. Uh, I wish I wish a clear cut agenda instead of like a four yeah. black people existed, as opposed to like the trickle down. Like, well, if this happens, then that happens. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to taking some time and thinking. Through what a clear cut black agenda is, I'm glad I got Detroit is different because I do have a platform where I can interact and engage more of these politicians and ask them like straight up, "Will you do this? Will you do that?" It's a shady game, and that's what it is. Yeah. You got to be in it to play it. You got to be like, "Look, what can you do for me?" It ain't no, "Hey, who's gonna better this?" And oh, they legalizing weed and all this. Like, nigga, what's legalizing weed? I know. All niggas do is smoke. Right. All I see niggas smoke. So how much more can they legalize it? Like right. to the point where you can just grow it in your front yard or at a school and go get it, and kids can smoke it. You niggas out here just jumping on trends because it's popular, bro. Right. That's what I think. I just think y'all all sheep and y'all have no mind of y'all own. So you do what everybody else do just so you can say that. And now you talking all this, man. Nobody's ever, nobody's made no real sense to me about the voting shit. You know all that. You should do it. it do all that. I don't think it matters. What's gonna happen? Gonna happen. If three niggas voted back when Obama was running, he was still. If three niggas would have voted for Obama, he still would have won because they wanted uh, him in there for a reason. Probably so. I think. I, I don't people think. Try if, to... uh, I think he definitely needed the black support. I do think that agendas are needed. Uh, it's a tactic and a tool. I, I don't feel like it's uh, all dismissive. I mean, it's like everything. It's like education. It's like money. It's like property. Yeah. Uh, if we have the right agenda and plan behind it, it can. It can will some change, and building that is going to be one of those things that I think about moving forward. I just really hate when people try to guilt trip me, like, "Oh, your your ancestors died for your right to vote." Like, yeah, they gave me the right to vote, which well, means I have the right not to vote. Also, I I agree, and then also I think a lot of the what they died for was under the premise of them thinking that voting would be a tool that would provide freedoms that they were not mm-hmm. provided. So, like, when you exhaust that option, you know, it's like. You know, it, it, our ancestors, I think, I think also, our ancestors that, also thought that it was cool to smoke cigarettes while you was pregnant. This is true. So they didn't really have it all figured out then either. So, man, 
I don't. I no. feel like as soon as they, as soon as they gave black black people the right to vote and made us like an equal vote, you know, before we was like what one third of a person or something like that. I think we still are, aren't we? Well, I, I mean, that's so. that's a lot of. Yeah. I think once they gave really us the right to, to vote, it's not the matter. laws of that shit. Not really, but I mean, quick. Okay, a quick version and a synopsis of that was that's what led to the Civil War. Uh, the the challenge is the House of Representatives is provided. Uh, a certain number of representatives, you're provided those numbers of representatives based on the population of a state. The quote-unquote slave states were saying to themselves, it's unfair that more residents live up north because we still have a lot of these people. And then they said, okay, they're not people, they're they're slaves. So that's where the whole concept of three-fifths of human being, Uh, meaning mm. the concept of like, okay, yes, Alabama has... 10,000 white citizens, but it has 80,000 slaves. So we'll take these 80,000 slaves, multiply that by three-fifths, and that'll make up how many representatives you have in Congress. The reason they said we was three-fifths of a human being, because the rest of us was dick. And that's the problem. And that's what they felt about us, because these white women was addicted to what was going on. That is far from it, but I feel you. That sounds pretty legitimate. uh, I think I read that in fifth grade. That's far from it. I do think, though, I do think a lot of the roots of some of this stuff does come down to uh, the the fears of the black, black prowess in white women. I do think some of the racism comes to that, but not all of it. This is my thing, man. Voting, uh, this is my thing with the voting thing, bro. Why is it the same kind of motherfucker? It's never the right person. It's always who's there and who, who's the best person that's available. It's like, it's somebody that's probably working uh, at the school that's like, he got some good ideas. If we gave him opportunity, he probably can change some stuff. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't allow him to change nothing for real. That's why I so, thought about running. You should. Like, dog, the fact that Kanye West in the rock is an option... Let me know that this shit is all for fake. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, The Rock, President of the United States. Nigga, Trump won. That's when I realized it was fake. Nigga calling people jabronis, dog. He <laughs> called niggas jabronis 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, not to judge nigga, but it's like, <laughs> jabronis. He called somebody a Rudy Poo, bro. Call, oh, that's but, what he's, yeah, he's calling niggas jabronis and Rudy Poo. What is well, a Rudy right. Poo? Hey, I think that's better than grabbing women by the pussy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, dog. I didn't vote, man. I ain't proud of it, but I ain't ashamed of it. That's the one thing I don't yeah. want niggas to think that. Like niggas, like I'm proud. It's like it's just not something I believe in. And you don't respect me, and you, 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 whatever. You got your opinion, your right to feel whatever. I feel voting don't make a difference. So I might, I feel a way about you, but I'm not gonna sit here and call you on it. But you know, people just get too. We get too riled up about the wrong shit. About well, not I, the wrong shit, but I just think, we just get too riled up about shit. I shit. do, I do think this is. Uh, as me voting, I think it is a tactic, and I think that a black agenda does need to be created. But the the story around it is what you're saying, of what both of you all are saying, does need to change. The narrative needs to change from, you know, because every election can't be the biggest election ever. I mean, the story needs to be more more literal. It needs to say, look, this is what we're fighting for. This is why we think you should vote. And if it was given to you more plain, you'd at least have the option to say, okay, all right, I understand. So uh, at 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 best, uh, knowing what you are buying into, as opposed to it presenting itself as if like you know the world will end if you don't. 
that that's not a true uh that's not a true depiction of what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, yeah. I do think that the the publicity, the PR, the marketing around it does need to change to more like, look, um the the political process is like this. I have an agenda, but we have to compromise my agenda to agree with other people's agenda. And this is what I want to do. If I'm there, I will provide access to these resources and I'm going to do this and I'm going to make sure that you can get dollars to add A, B, and C to my community and I'll be an open lens and look to bring some of those resources as lobbyists start meeting with me into my neighborhood. Like Talks like that is is better than if you don't vote, then, you know, Martin Luther King is turning over in his grave and you desecrating black people. And this is the biggest election ever. And, it, and you know, we're going back to slave times and you're going to be locked up in shackles like that's. I think voting is just a, a device used to make us feel like we are part of what's going on and we not. It make you feel it, it, it's, it makes it easier for you to feel like you just not on a ride that you can't control. You just you own it. I feel like you can control it, but just not the way that they want that, that you believe it is. It's like. This whole shit ain't man. It ain't well, out, whereas bro. I do think that it, it has been times where we have won some political, yielded some political control from uh, in, in more of our interests through voting. Uh, uh, when we look at a lot of the judge races, like it, one of the things that makes me most upset about voting is the fact so many black men locked up. So a lot of them that I know, you know what I'm saying? Stop going and, to jail, uh, nigga. And you can't worry about who the judge is. <laughs> no, nah, but part of that... This is Judge Dredd. Then you got some but, shit on your hands. But part of that could be that situation we was just talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? You you sock somebody, knock them out. You could get you know assault, depending upon who that judge is. Or you can get you attempted know. murder. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Or they so, come find me, nigga, because I'm going to leave the country if that's going to get that crazy. Okay, well, I mean, but then that's taking you away from your family and, and your daughter. I'm punching niggas, nigga, and I'm dropping niggas like that, who going to run up on me? That's taking I'm, you away from I'm, your daughter. That's man. taking you, and that's, <laughs> that's starting another, another, more of the challenges we got in the black community. But I definitely think that, you know, uh, having a idea of who these judges are on these benches, and it was a lot of judges running as our court systems uh, right now in receivership of 36th District Court, it's, it's a lot of shit that, um, that I think we can fight against with justice that's right to the black agenda with, especially like when we think about who our prosecutors are, uh, a lot of these systems, especially when it comes to these local elections that impact lives. But I feel your argument, bro. I feel your argument. Yeah, it's just my opinion, man. It's just how I feel. Man. The older I get... I got my own opinions, own's opinion. My own opinion <laughs> on stuff, bro. Opinion. Got my own opinion on stuff, dog. So I just don't really let it uh I don't let it affect me, bro. I don't too much care what people think no more, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm not running around here if you ask me, I ain't gonna lie to you. No, I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I remember I used I used to remember I used to lie to people and because I was like, and then I stopped because I'm like, I feel like I'm not scared of you. Like, why would I why because I feel like you scared of somebody right. and, or what they gonna do or they or the consequences when you lie to them. So it's like now it's like no, nigga, I ain't vote. What am I lie to you for? Just to make you feel better? So that way you don't, you got something to say, nigga, whatever. Whatever. No, I didn't vote today. Right. Oh, why you just didn't? No, I just don't vote. I ain't like it. Last time I voted for Obama. That nigga got in. Uh, my baby mama crashed. She's my girl at the time. Wanted to go downtown and burn up shit and tip over fucking trucks and shit <laughs> like the Pistons won the championship again. But I'm like, man, I ain't with all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, whatever. I ain't vote no more, dog. And they hold Jeezy when he tried to come to the uh, White House after he made my president is black. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah, no. I just I just didn't have time today. That's 
Rest in peace to Father MC. Rest in peace. Father MC died for real? Nah. Why was you with it, though? Like, damn. He was about to cry. Nigga say Father MC, bro. You know what's one of the best names in rap? I know we jumping all over the place, but fuck that. The Fresh Prince is probably one of the best names in hip-hop. The Fresh Prince? That shit hard. The Fresh Prince and Project Pat. <laughs> Ain't nothing better than Project Pat and Neighborhood Nip. Neighborhood Nip. Neighborhood yeah, Nip. Project Project Pat. That, yeah. See, I mean, it, it depends on your era because these cats nowadays be having different types of names. I mean, mm. some, I mean it's just... Yeah, but I just... Mm. I don't know why I got to think about that. I was in the car driving, listening to Project Pat. I was like, that's a good-ass name. Project Pata. Project Pata. Nigga, I was like, Project Pat, my nigga. I love that shit. Project Pat. That's... Cuckoo Cow wasn't sweet. Cuckoo Cow wasn't sweet. Cuckoo you cow. remember that nigga? Yeah, yeah, What song yeah. do he have? Uh, my Projects. My Projects? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if anybody know Cuckoo Cow, hit, tell that nigga to hit me up. I want to have him on the show. I know he ain't from here, nigga. We'll fly him out, dog. Dad's got money now. <laughs> we'll fly that nigga in on DTLR shit. You know what I'm saying? We'll get right, a plug. Right. Dad's got on that damn private truck. Jet. We'll come pick that nigga up. Cuckoo Cow. Reach out to a nigga, bro. Cuckoo Cow. Cuckoo Cow. Fresh Prince is a good ass name. Yeah, Fresh Fresh Prince is cool. The Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince. I watched that documentary with uh Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. You know why Quincy Jones is so powerful? Because he was involved in the movies. Anybody involved in movies, that is where all the power lies in. I didn't know mm-hmm. he scored all the movies he scored. Yeah, man. He oh, scored yeah. a shitload of movies. I didn't know that till I watched yeah, it, and man. only dated white women. That's what I've been trying to tell people. Pharrell is played is in the snow big time. You think so? Pharrell, people don't know he scored that. The uh, well, I mean, of what, course, happy all feet. Them, no, despicable me, but he, he scored happy that feet every time. That's the Penguin movie, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. No, he, scored, happy. Uh, he scored that <laughs> Superman movie. Okay. That Man of Steel. I didn't know that. Yeah, for real, scored that movie. Yeah, he quietly scoring movies and shit, bro. bro. He he low key getting money doing that. Damn, bro, I gotta get in on some scoring. Let's see if they let me start off and do buffed up two or something. <laughs> I'm gonna score something, nigga. nigga. You gonna score beatboxing, nigga? Like Quincy Jones, bro. That nigga life was just. You gotta think of all the people he touched, bro. It was just like you bro, know, he did Austin Powers. All nigga, just the fact he did Thriller, he did Off the Wall, he and he did The Wiz. Mm-hmm. He was the executive producer, and he scored the Wiz, bro. That's how he met Michael Jackson, and then they became the best of whatever they became, and they just made, they just, they just took over. Yeah. Where my Quincy Jones at, nigga? <laughs> you need it. You just need said, that. Where's my Quincy Jones? You know, you need that nigga who gonna open up the doors for you, nigga, and let the world see you, dog. Because I promise you, nigga, niggas gonna see me, and then they gonna walk up to me like, bro, you remember me? I'm like, no, who is you? I snatched the mic out your hand in Flint. Oh, word. It's all good, bro. Ain't nobody tripping. Man, I appreciate that, man. I thought you had a grudge. Walk off. Are you going to see it? Because I'm going to always have a sniper with me, nigga. It's just a sniper wherever you go. Hilarious. I ain't going to have no security, nigga. I'm going to have a sniper always around, nigga. Just so when niggas, when I want niggas to get popped, I'm going to walk around with a Louis Vuitton bag full of apples. And I'm going to bite the apple and I'm going to put it in the air when niggas start tripping. A sniper going to shoot that bitch out my hand. And I'm like, get your bitch ass on, bro. Apples is going to be time. the signal. 
No, I just want niggas to know. Nigga, I'm gonna beat your ass. He's like, you just gonna eat that apple? I'm gonna bite that bitch and just hold it out. And then they're gonna shoot it out my hand just to show you how much I trust this nigga aim. <laughs> I'm holding up a Golden Delicious because I wouldn't waste a Granny Smith with a, for a bullet, nigga. Granny Smith's so good. Oh, Granny Golden Smith. Delicious. Golden, Granny Smith's so motherfucking good, bro. I mess with Granny Smith. I, I think I mess with them Honey Crisp more, though. You look like a Honey Crisp, nigga. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure you're right. No, that wasn't no, that wasn't no, no insult, my nigga. That was just me being real. Uh, like I said, I don't know what it means, but I'm sure you're right. Yeah, man. Niggas just need to really... Get it in perspective, bro. Yeah, man. I agree. I completely agree. Like, I uh, that's that's one of the reasons. Like, I I like to produce my own stuff, and I'm really starting to want to get more into producing my own stuff rather than you know trying to hop on somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Be just for that sole fact, like you know, is there's there's too many gatekeepers out there, and. I haven't even encountered many of them, but I'm just trying to make sure I never have to. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to. I I, I want to pave the way for somebody else who can. You know, I bring bring people who I mess with with me. You know what I'm saying? But then also just pave the way so people can come right behind me and I have to worry about the old traditional way of doing stuff. How was them last shows you just did? With uh, I didn't even get to ask you. Uh, which shows I do last? You did, uh, the one, uh, at, I believe at your church, and then... Oh, yeah, my birthday show? Yeah, yeah, your birthday show. That actually was very fun. That was real Where fun. Where was it at? What happened? It was, so it was at my church. Um, it was, it was just a good time. Everybody came to laugh. You know, it was me, uh, it's Kev, Melanie, Mailman, and, uh, Mike Larry, and they came to laugh. It was hilarious. So, wait a minute. Was this, like... Supposed to be like the one from that we did, the one we did, me and you at the Reference Theater. That was the what show? That was no, that was this should be a comedy special. Oh, it was just a random show. Yeah, that that was just you Not know a random one, but that was. Show. Yeah, okay. I said I just wanted to, you know, it was my birthday. I was tired of partying like that, so I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to do comedy for my birthday. So I, I instead of trying to find somebody to book me, I just put a show together myself. That's a real nigga move, bro. Sometimes you gotta do that shit independently, man. That's why I've been on nigga when I first started comedy. I was funny, but I knew niggas wasn't gonna book me, so I was like, I'm gonna just start creating my own shows. And I people ain't people ain't worrying about it was on BET, it was on Def Jam. They just come to see comedy. So I know now I'm building my own following. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's why I started the show. That's how I met the nigga Dez. We was doing the young funny shows. The first show we ever produced was the Underground Kings of Comedy. That was me, J Bell, uh, Blackberry, Mike Larry, uh, CP. And it might have been somebody else if I'm forgetting right now. But yeah, nigga, went crazy. Was starting to tape that show. So niggas been trying to work out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas been trying to put that work in, dog. Yeah, man. That's that's just where I'm at, man. Cause I I feel like there's a there's a whole a lot of people, a lot of comedians here in Detroit, and just peer, probably everywhere else too, but a lot of comedians here in Detroit are settling for what we have and like kind of like it's kind of keeping them where they at. You know what I'm saying? Now, no, no disrespect to nobody, but like, there's a lot of, lot of, you know, people who just be like, all right, I need to get on this show because this is the show to be on. Like, there's a whole other state out there that you can try to get us, you know, get on. You know was, what I'm saying? I was arguing with J. Bill about that. J. Bill's out here like talking about shows and stuff, and I'm like, nigga, you funny. There's no reason you shouldn't be doing more white shows, doing more mainstream rooms. You should yeah. be doing more of this. But niggas get comfortable. I'm like, Jay, you only do your own shows. Like, nigga. 
How you gonna get better only hooping in your gym? Like nigga, exactly. in home court. You gotta hoop on the road. You gotta go to places that make you uncomfortable and then get comfortable and then find another space to get uncomfortable in mm-hmm. and grow. Cause niggas love to sit in comfort and realize and don't and, and then be questioning like nigga, why ain't getting better? Why ain't exactly. Getting? And I think that's why I'm going to shows and niggas trying to fight me. Cause yeah. I'm out in places where I'm uncomfortable. Doing what I want to do, and I'm getting well, comfortable, and niggas hate to see that. Take me with you, man, because I uh, put somebody to sleep, first of all. Second of all, I just want to—I <laughs> I told you back in, in May, like, back in May, I told—I said every month for the rest of the year, I'm trying to do a show out of town. And every month since then, I've done at least one show out of town. It's a beautiful thing. So I, I haven't found nothing for November yet. I'm trying to find some somewhere I can go out of at least 45 minutes away. To, you know, do some comedy. November, 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 December, I'm going to Indiana. So if you want to tag along, nigga, I'll drive. Well, yeah, please. I'll drive. But uh, wait a minute. You didn't talk about what made you mad before we got on. You said you was angry. Yeah, man. Yeah. What I mean, so, I uh, so I originally got upset last night. So actually, no, let me re- rewind to like last week. Last week, I was talking to my wife because, you know, I'm looking for a new car. They they find once they found out they total they the insurance was gonna total the car out. I said, all right, I need a new car, and I said, this is how much money I'm gonna uh you know I'm I'm willing to spend on a note, which was you know how much money I was getting from my personal clients I train, not my LA Fitness clients. If anybody from LA Fitness is listening to this, then if you snitch, I know who you are. Period. Get fucked up. Yeah, you getting put to sleep. But I um. I said, this is how much money I'm willing to, you know, to pay for a note. She was like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, yeah. So in my mind, me personally, I'm one who don't like to settle. So I'm at the point where if I got the money to get something that I want to get, I'm going to go get something that I want to get. Yeah. And right now I want a truck. So I said, I'm going to go look for a Ram. Obviously, Ram, if you get a Ram with a note, that note's going to be a little higher than if you get a car. But I said, if I can get it around this price, I'm cool. So... Fast forward to last night. This is what initially got me upset. I was just in the mood to writing my scripts because you know, you know, I don't know if you know this, Curry, but I actually write. I write scripts too, mm-hmm. you know. So I got, I had like five scripts on my computer. I had two movies, three mm-hmm. TV shows. I was writing. Talk that shit. Yeah, that's dope. I'm sitting there. Go. I, I. My wife is. She's in school now. She went back to school. So I'm like, Are you using a computer? On my. I'm on my way home. She's like, Nah. I'm like, All right, cool. So I get to the crib. I log into my. Uh, you know my my. Uh, program that, that I used to write my scripts, none of the scripts on the computer. What? All the scripts disappeared. I'm sitting there like, where are my scripts at? And my wife like, oh, remember when I, I went to get the computer fixed? I thought I told you they had to wipe everything off. Oh, damn. Shit. You didn't tell me that because I definitely would have said back them up on a flash drive before you let them do that damn. or something. Put it on a floppy disk. Email them to somebody God, or something damn. so I could just email them right back. Do something. So that's five. Them, some of them scripts I've been working on for like two, three years. Ah, uh, fuck. All of them gone. And you don't remember fuck. none of it? I remember well, what the content. You know, the I remember what the premise. Yeah, I remember the, the premise, but I don't remember the, the dialogue. Exact, and yeah. Shit. Now, my wife, yeah. she she's not like one of them creative person. She's not somebody who like to, you know, write or anything. She's more logical with not and all that good stuff. So that was her whole process. That's that's her No, that that's her whole thought process. Yeah, no. You can't just write it all over again. I'm like, mm. I had over a hundred pages on one of these, over twenty pages on one of these. Like all all I, all of them were like worked up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got I had some 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 time put into them. Damn. And so I'm like 
yeah, nah, like I'm I'm straight. So I know two of them I still got because I emailed them to somebody just to uh, to read them. So two of them I still got, but one of them was completely finished. The other one I was still working on. Hopefully, it's the movie that you still got. Yeah, well, one of the movies I know I still got because my uh, I wrote it with my man's and it's on his computer too. Okay. So I know for a fact I wanted the movies. But the other movie I, I don't have no more. I know oh. for a fact that's gone. And two of my TV shows I don't got no more. So, I uh, yeah, so I'm upset because I just got a bunch of years worth of work just gone. And she just moving like nothing is wrong. Like she thought it's just like one of those, oh, I stubbed my toe, but I'll be all right type things. Like, yeah, I'm hurt right now. Nigga say, no, dog. I'm, I'm out here. This is a million-dollar idea. Man, I'm sitting here, like, upset because I was really in the mood to write. And, like, you know, it's rarely, sometimes you just write because you need, yeah. you got to write. But when you in the mood to write, that's a rare occasion a yeah. lot of times, especially mm-hmm. when you got a lot of stuff going on. And that didn't happen. I'm like, dog, I'm going to sleep. Like, that's it. Mm. It was like 945. You I said, you I'm heard going when you sleep. go to sleep when you grown. Bro, mm. I said, that's it. I'm going to sleep. So I go to sleep. I wake up this morning. Text my wife, say, yo, I'm about to go look for a car today on my break. And all of a sudden, everything we talked about last week, the price range I said and everything becomes an issue to her. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm like, this is all money coming from like my little side money. This None of this money is coming from money that's going towards the bills. This don't even come into the bank account. You ain't, you ain't never going to see this money in the first place. Yeah. So what is this? Why is it a problem if this is how much money I'm willing to spend so let me ask oh my, you this, and then I'm gonna let you continue. How long has your wife been running the household? Running the finances? No, they're just running you. Funny <laughs> as fuck. Funny. Nigga didn't know fuck. how to answer because she Josh, listening to Josh, this. Josh, the way Josh said that shit did make it seem like he was about to ask like a serious ass question. Right. And shit. That nigga <laughs> was like, he was thinking about it like, well, she's still we met. So uh. But no. no, no, you know, you know how it is. Like you could do it if you wanted to, but do you really want to deal with that headache? And that's they women run us, bro. Like they, I mean, they do. Not because they do. And, and, and it's different from men because we used to being scared of a nigga or something because it's gonna beat our ass or kill us. With a woman, it's like you just don't want to hear that shit. Exactly. It's just like all right, man. Exactly. What the, whatever, dog. I just don't want to hear your motherfucking mouth. Because the second I can sit there and be like, she be like, all right, fine, get it if you want to, and I buy it. And like two years go by and everything good. The second I ask her, yo, let me get $10 to, for my gas tank. See, I told you you should have never bought that expensive car. Like, that's for $10 for gas. That's like, when you chill. You your fucking shit over on $6.96. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you be like, and then she comes and then it should be good. And you be like, I'm going to kill myself. And he's like, I don't want you to do that. And it's like, I can't Just do it. Just go ahead and get the truck. Now, get the how, truck. That's how we got to fight with them. We can't win because we know physically we can fuck them up, but they stronger creatures emotionally. Mm. And once a girl start crying, it's over with me. So all we can do is flip their emotion back on them. So, bro, if you out here trying to kill yourself, she going to be like, ah, it ain't no beating that. She ain't going to go no further than that. No, she not. That's the draw four. That's the big joker. <laughs> the draw four. I'm telling you. So your girl get to tripping, take it to another level, bro. Start seeing a therapist. She like, what? Just do little shit to show her that you being fucked up and get your emotions involved. We need to get our emotional muscle up, fellas. That's yep. crazy that you equated seeing a therapist to committing suicide. I mean, dealing with uh, dealing with other shit, or just go to the inception and go in that floating tank, my nigga. That's what a brand ambassador <laughs> do. That's what a real nigga do when he a brand ambassador. That's what a brand ambassador. Step the game up, Desmond. 
I'm the best ambassador. I am the ambassador now. Ambassador. <laughs> you but, yeah. but nah, yeah, man. That that, that just, I see why you mad. Because that just, just yeah, man. It irritated me. I'm like, we just a, a week ago, everything was good, but now the day comes where I'm about to go out and look for it. Now all of a sudden there's an mm. issue. Get and for the rest of the day, every time I said, oh, I'm get it. I'm gonna get it. I seen one that I wanted to. Mm. But every text message I sent her all day was the answer back was just K. Damn. Mm. Not a bunch of K. K, 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 K. Like, all right. Mm. Don't get mad when you see the car and you want to get in and start driving. Nigga, please. You all in that motherfucking ramp. <laughs> Shut your ass up, nigga. You nah. can be driving the other car. Nope. Nope. Damn, it Not feels that time. simple. Mm. Not this time. <laughs> Damn, no. <laughs> I mean, this. he talking that shit like it's that simple. It's not, bro. No, this, for this. You know how many times my girl, bro, she went and got KFC the other day. I said I wanted some of the Little Caesar. She was like, well, I don't want no KFC. I'm going to grab some. She's like, I don't want no Little Caesar. I'm going to get some KFC. So she go grab some motherfucking KFC. And I got my Little Caesar she brought back. Why is the slice missing on my pizza? <laughs> Hilarious. I thought you wanted KFC. Hey, I know you didn't hey. ask that shit. I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm not gonna not say what I want to say, bro. Like I'm just not gonna. I'm like, I'm like, I thought you didn't want no little Caesars. Yeah. They gonna try to throw the baby in. The baby want a son. That baby don't even got nostrils yet. That baby, <laughs> baby don't know, don't know what pizza is. That baby don't even speak our language. That baby just in there hear us yelling. <laughs> hear us yelling. Scared as fuck. Like who is these motherfuckers that I'm with all the time? Who right. is these? It's just that's what they do, bro. That's what they do. You you think mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? But you acknowledge it. You be like, she in the truck. You be like, yeah, what you driving this little truck for? You didn't want it. Yeah, no. See, see that's one reason. I, another reason I want the truck. I already liked it, but then she, she, so you know her car, she had to get a rental car too. And the first car they gave her for a rental was a Ram, and she hated driving it. And so I was driving it for the most part. I was like, shoot, I love this truck. Uh-huh. So I already know she ain't going to be driving that. Mm. Well, I'm glad you got your win on, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Glad y'all here doing your thing. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, so. I, I tell you, her, they said her car ain't going to be ready till November 21st. No, mm. you ain't tell me that, dog. No. Man, that night was crazy, bro. Nigga, bro. We hit a deer, and then we called his wife and told him that we hit a deer. And then we was like, all right, bet. We drove for 30 minutes to get to his house. If insurance is listening, we didn't drive. We, we got a tow truck. Well, if the insurance company listening, keep liking and keep subscribing. <laughs> 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 and let all the other insurance companies know that we getting it in like this on the Josh Adams letting, podcast. He letting flow know. <laughs> right. But we kept driving for 30 minutes. We drove for another 30 minutes, got to his house, and in the time it took for us to get from where we was at to his house, somebody hit their car at the house. That night was crazy, dog. Bro. That is crazy. It did. I mean, allegedly. But that's no, that like, didn't happen. Uh, that's started. like Final Destination or some shit. Man. That kind of... And that boy, motors. like... That I thought it was just that little back part was came off, but bro, I I drove it the next day. Door wasn't closed right, like the entire like everything just shifted that nigga on. Must have hit that boy right in the side and hit it super hard. And they missed my car. My car was right, not right behind his, because I parked in the car we was in, like behind the car we was in. So it was like a it was like a whole car gap. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Car length. Yeah, car length between us. Mm-hmm. And um, that nigga hit the drunk. They hit their car. I was like, nigga, let's go home. This night crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, I could not believe that shit. Yeah, I just, I don't know what was going on. But, but um, what's up, Jay? Let these niggas know what you got coming up, man. We can get up out of here. Shoot, what I got coming up? Uh, punchline every Wednesday. Every uh, Wednesday. 
going up comedy show on the 13th next Tuesday. I'm doing a, the I'm hosting the the early the early show. You know what I'm saying, come through. It's gonna be me, uh, Rambo, Too Funny, and King Jernigan. Early show, yeah. And then we uh, and we doing it up um, on November the thirteenth with the OOGs of comedy, uh, the triple OGs of comedy, Mike, Stronghead Bonner, <laughs> uh, Stronghead, <laughs> Popcorn, uh, the nigga who ran Blackberries. He basically groom niggas. We, all the new niggas mm-hmm. came through him, man. He put us in. He put us in the workout. He put us in 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 Beirut, nigga. It was tough. Mm. And shout out to him If it wasn't for Blackberries I wouldn't have my daughter Johanna Because that's where I met my baby mama at When she was dating a bouncer there And I straight finessed Dating a bouncer <laughs> She was fucking with some bouncer nigga there Bro, I remember that nigga He was cool too But when bitches involved nigga It's a different game <laughs> Nigga, I went off on that show too Nigga, I got all the way off Nigga, got on Gave my car Little did I know eh, I'm happy with the turn on I got a <laughs> and, um, and And my nigga Marv Just came home So you know what I'm hey. saying? Marv just got out. You know what I'm saying? He got out from uh, his little bid he did, another little four-month bid he did. He home, and he going to be there doing his thing. And other special guests. So it's going to be retarded, man. Um, Carl, you ain't got nothing coming up? Nah, man. Uh, just planning for next year. A uh, lot of new things I want to do with Detroit is different. A uh, lot of listeners you getting. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Shout out to the listeners then, man. Like I said, man, um, uh, let's see how we going to play this right here then. Hashtag rest in peace, Father MC. Um, first person DM me, uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Father MC, my nigga. I'm gonna take you to Inception, man, and uh, you you gonna get the you gonna do the we gonna put you together. You know what I'm saying? We are gonna put you in the float tank, and it's gonna benefit you. Your jump shot gonna be like Steph Curry's, nigga. You are gonna be funny. You are gonna be able to shoot. You are gonna be more relaxed. You are gonna be able to move. You know what I'm saying? It don't happen that fast, but you'll see why. I'm really geeked about this shit and being able to like. Take people and experience this, this have this experience. So, uh, you know what it is, man. Uh, Detroit is different studios, uh, uh, in association with Clever Vision. Um, so slept on and uh, good set. Shout out to my nigga Jason Jameson. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Peace. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.